Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome. It's another week, and it's the start of season two of the QWERTY Writing Life podcast. We're super excited about that. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So today is going to start the first of a three-part series about kickstarting creativity, and today we're going to focus on your personal creativity. That's going to be lots of fun, and before we do that, let's talk about our creative weeks. Joy, what did you do? Oh, so we are in the midst of summer reading with our library, and even though they're still closed, they have not stopped the summer reading program. Yay! So our library is fantastic, and they have a great challenge for all ages to read 12 hours over the summer. And it's not just for kids, it's for adults too, which is a lot of fun. (laughs) But um, they also have programs. And so typically they would go, the kids would go to the library for these special programs. And some are arts and crafts related, some are science related. They do a really good job of having a wide variety, Uh, music, acting, all sorts of fun stuff. And so now they're just doing all the programs online. (laughs) So um, my daughter did one and it was on blackout poetry, which I know is one of May's favorites. And so she wanted me to do it with her. Uh, So I kind of sat off to the side because, you know, I didn't want to be that mom. (laughs) And so we both did some blackout poetry and it was a lot of fun. So here we go. Isn't that cute? That's inspired by my Tolkien cat. It's brown, in case you can't tell, or if you're not seeing the video, in the middle of this page with my little blacked out words and all that kind of stuff, there is a silhouette of a cat in brown, and my Tolkien cat is brown. So there you go. Well, Joy, that's a very good cat for somebody who says that they can't draw a stick figure. (laughs) Well, you're looking at it from a distance. I did. I did just kind of like sketch. I looked up. Um, you'll, it's kind of interesting just how many cat silhouette pictures there are. I think they were all like tattoo inspiration or whatever. There's some really cute ones out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what about you? Oh goodness. Well, we did some fun things this week. I'm trying to think. Uh, like the most, the most recent one happened today and every week the boys have been eating some um, food that's been offered by the public school system here in in Petal and that's been so so wonderful and they generally get a, like a snack bag of chips like potato chips and for some reason today after all of these weeks getting all of these bags of potato chips and all of this food and everything I remembered that when I was a kid, and I can't remember, I think it was middle school, maybe high school, anyway, a long time ago, there was like a time when we would shrink those bags of potato chips. So 
the boys and I did that. And I, I just looked up some instructions online and I shared a little piece of my childhood with my kiddos. And so they end up like, this is how big they end up. <laughs> Isn't that, that crazy? That is adorable. So that's for the people on YouTube, they can see it. But for the people who are just listening on podcast, it ends up being, I guess, about maybe three inches tall and maybe an inch and a half, an inch and a quarter wide in that rectangle. And it's just from uh, just from the oven. You preheat the oven at 325 and you pop this on a baking sheet, a nonstick baking sheet, and stick it in there for four minutes. And um, we don't have an oven light. And if we do, I don't know how to use it. <laughs> so. So what happened was, is um, we got a flashlight and we all three like sat in front of the oven window and I shined the flashlight in and we watched the the bags shrink to this tiny little bit of nothing. But then after it cools down, you get a pole puncher and you punch a hole in it and you can put a keychain through it or you can just put some string through it. I, I, this was all impromptu, so all I had was some ribbon. And so they're carrying it around like this but you can put it on foot bags you can put it on um you can put it on I don't know whatever else kiddos put things on <laughs> you know what I thought when you showed me that when you held it up I thought yeah. about ornaments like how cute would that be yeah. on the tree like that's what my cousin said I was talking to my cousin Amy today and she was like I can just see like a whole Christmas tree of snack bags like a mini one in a in a like a in a kid's room or yeah. something and I was like yeah I don't know <laughs> but or that could be your yeah. mini Christmas tree in your kitchen <laughs> I thought too I had another idea that we could do a whole bunch of these like you know continue to shrink the ones that we get in the free lunches and then maybe we can mail them to some of their friends and be like you're a chip off the old block or something. oh how cute <laughs> super punny and annoying because that's who I am <laughs> that is super cute so we are going to talk about kickstarting your creativity and Joy had this topic idea and I just thought it was really brilliant so Joy can you tell us where the topic came from so I was thinking about summer and how, you know, especially we live in the south of the United States and it gets very hot here. Okay, so when you get hot, do you want to do anything? No. You want to just lay there with like an ice cube melting on you or something. I don't know. Anyway, you definitely don't want to do something productive or creative or whatever. And so that's kind of what kickstarted this. So when you're, um, when you're not feeling very productive or you're not feeling like you want to do anything or be productive in any sort of way, um, especially when it comes to our creativity, then what can we do about it? And so here we go, kickstarting creativity. So we're going to start off today with kickstarting your personal creativity and then we'll extend from there in further episodes in the series so and if it's not hot where you are surely there's been a time in your life where you have just not felt like being productive no matter what the situation is if there's been an, um, an emergency or if there's been a change in your life that maybe wasn't conducive to the creative juices, you know, this, this might help you in those areas too. Um, or maybe it's super cold and you don't feel like getting away from the space heater or something. I feel ya. I feel ya. So there's a chance that you can do a lot of these things sitting down and, <laughs> and, and not moving very much. <laughs> so. 
the first thing that I wanted to talk about that always kind of spurs my creativity on is when I listen to singer-songwriter music. So I like the alt-rock, alt-country genres a lot. And you have a lot of singer-songwriters in the alt-country genres particularly. So you got like Lori McKenna and Mandy Moore just came out with her Silver Landings album. And there were some songs in there that I was just like, ooh, this is, this is nice. <laughs> you know? um, Jason Isbell is another one that I just adore. He can, he was, he used to be a part of Dropout Truckers. So if you like Dropout Truckers, you're going to love Jason Isbell. And he just came out with another album too. So generally when these singer songwriter people come out with albums, I just kind of sit and I listen to the lyrics and the lyrics mostly, sometimes it's the music too, or maybe it's some sort of magical combination of both. I don't know, but I know particularly the lyrics that, uh, that stand out that just make my, my creative brain go whoo and like kind of sit up and take note. And, and then, and then I want to write something, whether it's a poem or if it's a song or something that is not necessarily a copy of that, but I like the way that they spun a metaphor or I like the way that they, um, shortened the story, you know, like you can say so much in four words. Jason Isbell is a genius with that. Um, I just, I, I like to try. It's like a challenge for me. Like he just did this with four words. What can I do? You know? <laughs> so, uh, if you are, are not a writer or, you know, if you're not a poet or if you're not a songwriter, that's okay. Because there's, there's so much imagery and a lot of these storytelling songs that um, you can create a picture in your mind's eye and maybe think, just kind of close your eyes, listen to the music and see what your brain comes up with. And it might be your next project. You never know. That's a great tip. I love music. Love, love, love music. So that kind of plays off. I was going to just say, what inspires you? And in your case, you know, singer, songwriter, music, um, but whatever it is that does inspire you, because you know there's something. I mean, think about it. There's something that inspires you. Whatever it is, get you some of that. <laughs> it could be looking at, at art. It could be reading, you know, certain books. Uh, it could be watching a movie. It could be, um, it could be hanging out with your kids, right? I don't know, whatever it is for you, like just find whatever that thing is and, and just enjoy it. I think what the common denominator is with these two tips is that you need to know yourself enough to know what inspires you. So be observant, take stock, realize whenever your mind kind of just sits up and pays more attention. Um, whenever you can start seeing dust motes in the corner you know, that's when you really want to to take note about what made you that attentive at that moment and replicate that. Try new things. See, see if you can inspire yourself in different ways. So if you're not normally an art connoisseur, <laughs> and, uh, you know, check out some museum websites and see, you know, look at the pictures and look at the paintings and just see if it sparks something in you. The, the worst that can happen is that you're exactly the same as an uninspired person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then you move on, you look for something else. 
And another thing that's really cool too are these art tutorials and uh, like do-it-yourself videos. I never thought that that would be like something that I would I would think of new things. It, it seems like I would want to try the things that those people are are sharing on their videos. But sometimes I'm like, no, I, I want to do this thing that's way over here. So you you don't you never know what exactly is going to um, cause the spark, but you can always try. <laughs> the next thing that I wanted to talk about as far as kickstarting your creativity is that sometimes you are in a season of life that, it, and it's not the weather outside that's stopping you from harnessing your creativity. Sometimes uh, we just need a break from some things. And whether it's the busyness of life or if it's from our routine, if it's from quarantine, if it's from the white noise, if you think about all of the things that that you put into your brain in a day, you know, there's not a lot of silence. If you work in an office, there's generally some sort of chatter going on. If you stay home with your kids, then there's definitely some chatter going on. If you are at home alone, do you listen to a podcast while you cook your meal? Are you constantly listening to music? Are you filling your brain with uh, television? Are you, is, is there something always going on and intaking? Is your brain always intaking something? And if that's so, then maybe you do just need a little bit of silence and allow yourself a bit of wonder and maybe even a bit of boredom. Sit outside in the quiet and, you know, other than nature. (laughs) You know, sit outside in nature and take in all of the wonderfulness that is around you and see what kind of inspiration birdsong or a breeze can be or people walking around in the neighborhood, you know, you just never know what's going to pop in your mind, what you're going to think about the things that you're going to dwell on and the things that you are going to find to get deep in. What I find is that whenever I am constantly inputting uh, or constantly having that white noise is that I never really get that deep. Everything always feels very surface level. And if I do have a thought that needs to be mind out, then it gets put away for a later time. And then sometimes that later time never comes. So maybe take a moment to just be silent, to just be still, to take yourself out of the situation that is causing you to stop creating and see if you can shake things up again by just being for a moment. Here's the thing about taking a break, though. You need to decide what you're taking a break from. You need to be intentional about that. Choose only one thing at a time because you can be busy and you can intake a whole bunch of stuff and you can have a really strict routine. Um, But you need to pick which one that you're breaking from. So if you're breaking from busyness, um, then you don't necessarily have to be quiet whenever you are taking your break. Or you can can continue your routine, but maybe alter some things along the way that kind of allows you to breathe a little bit more. But pick one, try to break from that, 
set a time limit for how long you're breaking from it. And then whenever you get back to the thing that you're taking a break from, there's potential that you will be ready to make things at the end of it. If you're not, then break from something else that might be stopping you. But it's all trial and error. That's the thing. And you just have to be in tune with your your mind, with your spirit, and with your body to figure out what is the issue here. That's a great tip. And I love that you have a, a time limit on it and you have you know, kind of a purpose behind it. So another thing that I thought about is talk to your people. Okay. So I know when I spend some time talking with you, May, I get totally inspired. Um, whether it's, we're actually sitting down intentionally brainstorming for something or we're just talking. Uh, and so you know who your people are. So like, who, who are those people that really inspire you who can kind of pull you out of whatever slump it is, or get you thinking, or just challenge you in some sort of way, and spend a little time talking to them. If you can't be with them in person, then, you know, give them a call, or do a video chat, or whatever it takes. I absolutely adore that, Um, and I feel the same way, by the way. I'm always inspired. There's always an extra pep in my step after we talk to each other, so yay! (laughs) Okay, so this next one might be a little bit woo-woo. <laughs> just going to throw that out there. And if this is not going to work for you, it's okay. But I just, this is something that I did as a part of a class. And actually, it was for something particular. But I can see how this assignment can really aid us in a bigger picture type way. So I wanted to uh, you know, give this to you guys as an option for kickstarting creativity. And uh, so this is create a metaphor that epitomizes your creative self. First of all, I think it's actually really intuitive to sit down and think of a metaphor of where you are right now. So if you are, for the Princess Bride fans out there, in the pit of despair, if you are mixing um, an unknown ingredient into a recipe or if you are in a burning building struggling to find an exit, or if you are running on a hamster wheel and getting nowhere, like just think of what is, (laughs) just think of where you are right now in your creative endeavors. And um, that might help shine a spotlight on why you're not making anything right now and why you don't feel like making anything right now. So, that's a good place to start. And then you can think about maybe how you began and where you want to end up. So this is not a part of the exercise. This is all May right here. (laughs) All May, all the time. (laughs) Yeah. If you are in the pit of despair right now, and if you are Wesley, the Dread Pirate Roberts, um, the start is like the farmhouse, right? Like the farm right? Where you're the farm boy. <laughs> and then the end of it is like riding away on four white horses with your beautiful bride and couple of friends. So you have a place where you started and you can see how you grew from there and all of the wonderful things that you did. Um, but also here you are in the pit of despair. And then 
take your metaphor even further and figure out steps to get you out of that and get you closer to the four white horses. If you're not a Princess Bride fan, could you maybe be a recipe fan and maybe you want to see yourself on the other side finalizing the decorations on that beautiful wedding case that of course tastes amazing. Somehow you have made fondant that tastes great. Um, Is that a thing? (laughs) It is in this metaphor. So, or maybe if you are the one who was in the burning building struggling to find an exit, you want to see yourself sharing your survival story on national news. Or if you are the one in the hamster wheel, maybe your ending is going to be um, staring at a really nice trunk knot to carve a home in the wild forest, no longer in the glassed-in aquarium. Just, just think of where you want to be and then begin making metaphorical steps to how to get there. Then after you make your metaphorical steps, you tie in what aspects of your life can connect to the metaphor and how you can step out that way. I like it. So you've got visualization, and then you think about steps, actionable steps to take, and then you implement it. So boom, there you go. The next time that you're in this process, because, you know, this happens to us a lot, this iterative creative process. So here we are again, and you're going to be able to look at that metaphor and you're going to be, oh, I'm in the pit of despair again. (laughs) It's cool. I get out, you know, like... (laughs) So this is familiar territory, even though it sucks really bad, it's familiar territory. But I also know that the next step is complete elation because I am going to get something right. Now I want to watch that movie. Thanks. I know. It's It's fresh on my mind because I shared it with the kids and they loved it. And it it made my heart so happy. I was like, we're going to watch this 18,000 times. And I'm so cool with that. Like, thank God it's not frozen anymore. You know, like... That's a great tip. I love that. So I had one other thing. I thought back to our old friend, Know Yourself. Okay, how many times did we go through that last season? Okay, so there are so many aspects to us, to who we are, and you just need to know what those things are. So I actually wrote a, I call it my mini musing, in my newsletter today was about this. And Especially as women, I think, although, I mean, this is kind of out there, everybody talks so much about self-care and how important self-care is. And so uh, I have to go back to my library thing because we have, for the adults, we have a bingo uh, card that, you know, you fill it out and you get extra chances at certain prizes if you not only get one bingo, but then you get the blackout, right? And so one of the things is self-care. And I was like, ugh, okay, <laughs> well, I got to figure this one out. <laughs> um, but I actually did. And, and so here's what came of that. Um, I realized that I needed to know what self-care and relaxation looked like for me. And you often hear, okay, take a bath or do your nails or, you know, I don't know, whatever other things. And you know what? Those just don't really work for me. 
okay? I get stressed out with a bath and the other things I just don't have patience for. So those things don't work for me, okay? That's not it for me. So what I realized through this was thinking through the fact that those are not the things that work for me, but what does relax me, okay? And for me, it's, and this is gonna sound weird to some people, but I love to research. Research relaxes me. Playing logic games, uh, things like that. Um, journaling, short fiction, okay? So you see where I'm going with this and why this actually goes with creativity? Because sometimes you might be pushing yourself too hard. So maybe, like you said, you need to step back, you need to breathe. And maybe it's a case of needing to find that thing that helps you relax and then fills up your creative tank, right? And gets you back um, into the game, so to speak. And also another part of this is knowing when you need to push yourself and when you need to step back. And that's another thing that's important that I've been thinking a lot about in my own life, you know, because I'm good at the whole pushing thing. Like I, I can push myself, but sometimes I push too hard or sometimes I don't realize when I need to find that thing to relax. So those are kind of two parts to that, you know, figuring out what your relaxation is and also knowing yourself well enough to know when you need to push and when you need to relax. Because that's, that's a big part of our creativity. If we've pushed ourselves too hard, there's nothing left. You're just, you're, your tank's empty. You're done. But if you're not figuring out how you need to refuel and refueling yourself the right way, then that time away isn't going to help you either. I am so glad that you brought this up. I think that you actually just relieved me of a bit of guilt about self-care because my nails ain't done, my toes look ridiculous, and I have felt really kind of guilty about that. Like, we're supposed to give ourselves self-care. Uh, well, I don't have a bathtub that can get water deep enough. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I did not realize that I harbored guilt about that kind of thing until just now. And I also didn't realize that, you know, all of the, the things that we're inundated with is saying that self-care is stopping, is slowing down. Well, in some cases, it might be pushing forward with a creative endeavor by waking up earlier in the morning and working on that thing that feeds our soul before we you know, get the family up or before we go into work or something like that. And before we handle all of our other responsibilities, what if the self-care that we need to give ourselves is something that is fulfilling the things that we want to do before we give of ourselves to the world. And that's just an idea. You know, maybe it's not stopping and painting my toes. Maybe it's pushing forward and sacrificing something that might feel necessary to society's standards and giving myself a gift of creating. I was duped. I forgot that we were all individuals and that self-care can look different for every single person. And I kind of subconsciously fell into that collective category. And that makes me feel icky. So <laughs> 
anyway, I'm glad so. that I'm not alone too. And you know, one of my big things when I was thinking through this was like, you know, journaling. And you know how much I love journaling, but I haven't done that a lot lately. But it's through journaling that I've learned these things about myself. And I've learned when I allow myself to journal is when I figure out if I'm pushing myself too hard or if I'm not taking the time. That's how I figure out what my emotional, my current emotional state is. So when I don't take that time to do that, I'm missing things that could be helpful just in everyday life and in figuring out, you know, what my uh, emotional state is, which then drives my creative state. That is self-care. Yeah. Being like just understanding how you work, um, what you think, how you feel, and what makes you feel better when you are in a slump. That's all self-care. I think we can totally do a QWERTY challenge now, don't you? Absolutely. What of the things that we've mentioned, did any of them really resonate with you that you think would help you kickstart your own creativity? Uh, And if so, do it. (laughs) But if not, maybe this has kind of gotten your creative juices flowing as far as how to actually kickstart your own creativity. And we'd love to hear. like. Give it to us. We want to know what, what's helping you. We can't wait to hear. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about it. We hope that you have a wonderful creative week. And we'll see you next week with Kickstarting Others Creativity. Kickstarting Creativity Part 2. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Cordy Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting cordywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you. <laughs>